What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Rock Your Brand podcast. I am excited because today I have been challenged and uh, I am going to accept that challenge. And what I'm talking about is my wife, who I love and adore. And uh, yeah, we've been married for like 28 years. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. It's crazy. I mean, it's awesome and it's been a great ride, but uh, and we're just getting started. But uh, it's just crazy when I think about how long we have been married. Uh, I don't feel like I should be that old, but I guess I am. All right, let me just kind of tee this up and then we'll go ahead and uh, we'll get into it. But uh, my wife started an Etsy shop about a year and a half ago and uh, she was actually introduced to this from my ex-business partner. And uh, whenever I say that, it sounds bad. Uh, We just sold the business. That's why we're not partners anymore. Although... Uh, I talked to her the other day and uh, she's been crushing it on Etsy, but she basically shared what she was doing about a year and a half ago on Etsy with my wife and my wife started doing it on the side and just a little side hustle. It was a little creative outlet for her and, uh, and I think she did just over 20,000 last year and I think this year she's on track to do probably closer to like 45 or 50 and, uh, and that's with not working on it that much. But it got my attention, and that is the challenge that I am giving myself, and also she kind of gave me that challenge too. Can we build this Etsy shop into a $100,000 business? Uh, I think we can, and uh, in this episode, I'm going to break down how we are going to do it and the plan. There's three parts that I'm going to be breaking down. The other thing is, a little side note, before I even did this episode, uh, or actually after I recorded this episode, I uh, I talked to my ex-business partner and got an update from her, and she is, in fact, truly crushing it. Uh, she's going to do two, over $200,000 this year on just Etsy, which is insane. Uh, now, with that all being said, am I a huge fan of only putting uh, you know your eggs in one basket? No, I am not, but it's a great place to... Uh, to launch products and test the market and all of that stuff. But anyway, I'm going to talk all about it on today's episode. So I just wanted to tee it up for you. That's what we're talking about. If you have any interest in selling on Etsy or taking your existing products that you're selling somewhere else and trying to put them up on Etsy, this probably be a good episode for you to listen to. And I will say this. In the coming episodes, I will most likely be talking some more about this Etsy thing because I'm very intrigued. Um, I'm excited about it. It's something new that I haven't been really... uh, focusing on and uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. So you might want to follow along on that. But anyway, let's go ahead and listen to this episode. Chris and I dig in, we go through all of the different things we're going to be doing and, you know, implementing. And then also we took some uh, live Q&A from our listeners. And oh, by the way, if you want to listen in on one of these live and hang out with us, head on over to brandcreators.com forward slash group. And you can do that. We'd love to have you. All right. So guys, Let me go ahead and stop talking so you can listen to this episode. I think you're going to enjoy it. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right, guys, we are officially live. Uh, Funny little story here. Uh, We were just getting ready to get on. We we hit live. We had the little spinning wheel, and uh, it said you might want to check your internet connection. And uh, Chris and I were having a conversation, and he's uh, he's not in my uh, my uh, house here that we're uh, able to communicate. So um, I thought that was pretty funny. 
Yeah. The, the so, beauty of modern internet and technology, Mr. Falcon. Yeah, I know. All right, cool. So it looks like we are, in fact, live. I think there are people viewing us right now. Guys, do us a quick favor in the comments. Let us know if you can hear us and see us and all of that good stuff. But today we are going to be talking about something that, uh, well, kind of just happened. I say just happened. The decision has been made uh, amongst myself and my wife and now Chris uh, that uh, we are going to uh, focus a little bit more on a little side hustle that my wife has been doing. Uh, it's, a, it's a little Etsy uh, side hustle. And uh, she's been doing that for a couple of years. So uh, literally just totally on the side, like it's a creative outlet for her. And she's like, you know, you know, and she heard from actually my ex-partner who started doing some Etsy stuff and then just started dabbling in it. And, uh, the first year did, uh, like just, uh, just a hair over 20. And then this year is going to do, I'm going to guess probably close to double that. So, uh, it got my, uh, I guess it, it, it got him on my radar that it was like, you know, maybe I should look into this. And then my wife was showing a little bit more interest in like wanting to grow it. So I was like, you know what? This falls right in the wheelhouse of what we're doing because we're building email lists. We're driving traffic. You guys know that have been in our world for any amount of time uh, in the last three years, probably that we, you know, were building brands and stuff inside of the Amazon platform, but not really Etsy. Uh, we dabbled a little bit, but not really Etsy. And, uh, now we're going to put a little bit of effort and energy into this and then also build out all of the external stuff. But what I want to share with you guys here today is I want to share with you what that plan looks like to grow just the Etsy side to a hundred thousand dollars in the next 12 months. So I'm going to give you guys that roadmap what it looks like. You're probably also going to see that a lot of the stuff that we're talking about is things that we've talked about here before, but I'm going to give you what that detailed plan looks like. And then just to let you guys know as well, no, we are not saying build just a business on Etsy. No, not saying that. What I am saying is it's a really good platform to get up and running very, very quickly. Uh, the one thing that I do like about it is you're able to test products very, very quickly. And the other thing I just want to be very clear on is we are not selling our own inventory, okay? And that's a big one because before I came out of e-com uh, retirement, retirement, as I said the other day, uh, I do not want to manage inventory. So we are leveraging the print-on-demand um, services that are out there and uh, we are utilizing that. So that's the only way that I was okay with doing this is because we are not handling inventory at all. Um, the only thing we have to do really my wife is doing is creating and that's where she, that that's her fun spot. That's her, that's her happy uh, place. She loves creating. Um, it's just an outlet for her. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we used to be in the photography business. We owned a photography business. That was her, she, that, that was her, uh, her creative outlet was doing like newborn photography, uh, just that type of stuff. And she really enjoyed it and kind of missed it. And so this is a way for her to really kind of pour back into her creative, uh, you know, space and her genius. Cause she is very, very talented at that. So that's what we decided to do. So it's going to be a win-win. I think she's going to win. I'm going to win. Cause I get to play in the marketing side as, as always. And we get to share it with you guys a little bit. So, uh, Chris, 
you want to jump in anywhere? Uh, did you want to say how the weather was there in your neck of the woods? Like, where, where did you want to? Where did you want to chime in there? Yeah, well, I wanted to. I, first of all, Scott, I loved your subject line the other day about coming out of e-com retirement because that is what you're doing. And the the thing <laughs> is that you got to combine kind of three things that you're passionate about, right? Yeah, the digital marketing side of stuff, the mm-hmm. e-commerce side of stuff, which you like but you don't like having the inventory. And to me, Mm e-commerce feels a lot like you've heard the phrase about owning a boat, right? There's two good days when you own a boat. It's the day you buy it and the day you sell it. And e-commerce a lot of times can feel like that because you're, you're putting good money after good money after good money into inventory. And if you have a $5 million a year business, $4.9 million of that gets rolled back into inventory, Inventory. right? At least that's how it feels. Yep. Uh, I, I know that that's a, you know, not exactly true. It's a bit of an exaggeration, but that's what it feels like. Sure. And in this case, what we were able to do is we were able to take your your love of e-commerce, your love of digital marketing, and your love of creating platforms that are based on organic content, mm-hmm. right? And leverage one of the sites that we've created into doing this. And you touched on something a minute ago that I think is really interesting for people. I think uh, you decided to come out of e-com retirement at exactly the right point. And the, the reason that I say that and I don't know if you've looked at these stats, but I'm busy on, on my side, guys. We, we kind of made this decision like the end of last week. I'm busy on my side building our version of the e-commerce store, right? Uh, because we want to have someplace outside of Etsy that we own and control but can still sell the products. Mm-hmm. Guess where we're going to be fulfilling them from, right? We're going to be still fulfilling them from print-on-demand. It's going to be the same stuff we're selling on Etsy. It just gives us the ability to run ads. It gives us the ability to own the customer, which you can't really do on the Etsy side. We've we found some creative ways around that, but we'll get there. Scott, you, you said, uh, you know, we did around $20,000 last year, and we're on track to slightly double that. Uh, you know, right now, year to date, we're right under 18,000. And that might not sound like we're on track to double that. Mm. But I don't know if you looked at the stats last year, more than half of all the orders came in November and December of last year, which means our our podcast that we did last week, if you guys missed that, you can hear that on the podcast. You can come back inside the Facebook group and watch that, which was talking all about getting ready for Q4 and the, the plan to get ready for Q4 means we need to be doubling, tripling down and doing exactly what we preached in the last episode to make sure that we do double that. And mm-hmm. just looking at the numbers, we're going to to be around that number this year mm-hmm. if what what we did last year, right, kind of holds. And so I think it's the- gonna it's gonna do it's gonna do more because right now, Chris, if you look back at last September, we've already I think quadrupled that on what we did. I think it's close to like almost four grand. And I think we did a grand in September of last month. And I say, we, it was my wife, right? Like it's my, it's like, it was my wife's shop. I had nothing to do with it guys, by the way, nothing. It was her shop. My uh, ex-partner helped her set up that shop two and a half years, not even two and a half, about two years. And no, it's, it's exactly two years. Cause she started it November. Uh, I've got the numbers. I'll actually share them with you. She started it November of 2020. And her first, I think she, she started it the 13th. And I think her first sale was like on the 20th, something I've got the dates. And then that first no, in November, she got like six or eight sales. And then in December had like 75 sales, right. And did like $2,300. And then the following year 
in September still wasn't that great. October was eh, okay. But then November and December were the ones that did like 10 grand. Right. So it's, yeah, and it's I, already I, up way up. I looked at some of those numbers because I'm, I'm digging through Etsy and trying to figure out the products we're actually, actually selling and all of those kinds of things. And we did more than three X, just over three X. Mm-hmm. What we did last year in September, we did this year in September. Right. Uh, I think it was, 305%, right? So 3.05 times more, which means, right, if if that number holds through October, November, and December, that we're going to be well on our way to more than doubling this this year. And the, the thing, I, the other thing I want to throw out, Scott, is obviously, like, that's not all profit, no. right? But if you're able to take this to a six-figure business, a big chunk of that becomes mm-hmm. profit. And if, if we can map this out for people, it's going to be something, and, and this is always kind of our goal with any of these projects, right, is to pay a bill, right? And, and the bill that we always like to use kind of as our benchmark is a mortgage, because that's usually the biggest bill, maybe student loans, <laughs> right, for right. some people. But for most people, that's, you know, 1000 to 1500 maybe $2,000 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you can, if you can take that out of the picture, then everything else is kind of gravy. Right. And so even if, you know, that the hundred thousand that we're shooting for here isn't all profit and it wouldn't be in any business. No. no. Right. Even if you say that it's 30, 40 percent of that, you're taking that mortgage out of the equation. You're taking, you know, the car payments off the table. You're taking saving for your kids college off the table. Right. Whatever it is. Um, And we're able to expand beyond that. This is just our initial goal. And we know that in the niche that this is in, this is not something that's necessarily going to be a nine-figure business. No. But we have the, the feeling based on what we're seeing that we can make this a strong mid-six-figure business. But that that starts somewhere. And so I would even say pushing seven figures K. depending on how how much we want to pour into it. I think that's really what it comes down to. You know. Well, the, the um, other side of that is, right, this is bolted onto a niche property that has monthly recurring revenue, mm-hmm. right? And so if at some point we decide to sell this, you're going to get a fairly healthy multiple on that as well. And mm-hmm. so if you could get this to $250,000, $300,000, call it half a million, you could then make a, a very strong case if you ever wanted to sell this, that it's a seven-figure business. Yep. Um, we cool. got a lot to dive into, so let's jump we into do. that. We do have have some quick questions. Guys, I'm going to save some of those for the end because I like yeah. uh, I like where you guys are going with this. We are going to cover some of these, but we'll we'll get to the, the remainders here at the end. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Yeah, and I promise this is all going to tie back to everything that we're talking about and we're teaching inside of the group, like getting traffic, like uh, you know, external stuff, like all of that stuff, it's all going to tie in. I think that's the interesting thing about this is like whenever, and I, I said that in my email today, Chris, I was like, you know, you're learning stuff right now on the business that you're working on. That's going to transfer over to the next business. And don't say there won't be a next business because there will. Okay. Just trust me on that. Uh, so 
what, what you're learning in one, you're going to transfer to the next. Um, what I want to do here though, before we go, we got a lot of people on today. I, I would love for you guys to just type in the comments, like, are you, or have you thought about selling on Etsy? Just curious, just throw it in, in the comments right now. I would love to know if this is something that would interest you or if you're already, if you're already, uh, selling on, uh, on Etsy, I would love to know that. So just drop it in the comments and, uh, we'll go ahead and get rocking and rolling here. So yeah, Chris, like, like you said, we got a lot to cover. Um, so like I said, this started as totally like a creative outlet for my wife. Right. And so once I started to see some of the traction, I started to envision like what could happen. I started looking at the numbers. I started looking at the market. Uh, and another little side note here is like Chris said, we did, uh, before we even started the Etsy side, um, we started a niche property around this market. All right. And the reason why we started that niche property was because we did something that I've been teaching now for probably seven, eight years. And it's called the touch list. And this is something that we had in our lives and we both enjoyed it. And we're like, you know what, let's go ahead and start a niche property on this topic. Why not? And we did. And that's been going now for about two and a half years, pushing three years, I think is when maybe we put our first blog post up there and it's trucking along, getting about 60,000 uh, page views uh, every single month, um, consistently, uh, generating around a couple grand a month passively just with ad, ad money and, uh, a little bit of affiliate commission, uh, stuff there. Um, and now we're bolting this on in a sense, right? So we didn't, and, and really, honestly, we haven't used that platform to really do anything other than recently we put up a pop-up for a 20% off uh, coupon for the store, which by the way, Chris, I think we're getting like five to 10 opt-ins a day now which is pretty awesome. So I just kind of wanted to kind of paint the picture here of like everything that's been going on, but my wife's thing has been really kind of her thing and hasn't really asked for any of my help or anything like that. Not that I wouldn't have given it, but it was just kind of like not a lot of pressure. And I told her, I go, don't make this thing about like, you got to make money. Like just enjoy it. Like have fun doing what you're doing. And if you make some money, you make some money. Um, but now it's starting to get to the point where it's, it's getting a little bit serious because I could see potential. She's seeing interest or seeing more interest because she sees the potential and she's really enjoying herself. So that's why we made this decision. So let me kind of dig in again, now that we've kind of already talked about some of the numbers and things like that. Uh, but I'm going to go into here now what these, th there's three steps that we're going to be covering. And like Chris said, this is just the Etsy platform. All right. This is just the Etsy platform. So if we can get the Etsy side up to a hundred grand, which we will, right? Everything else is going to get bigger. Okay. Everything else in this equation will get bigger. All right. So the reason why we're doing that though, is because number one, it's a good little challenge to give ourselves, right? To push ourselves. Um, the second thing is, is I do believe that Etsy is a nice little platform. I say little platform. There's all I forget the number out to look that up, but there's, there's a lot of users, a lot of sellers. And to be quite honest with you, the, the, uh, the customers seem a little bit nicer. It's, it's just, it's just the facts, right? I've done the, I've done Amazon and I've done Etsy now, and they're usually pretty cool. They're usually pretty okay. So, uh, it's not a, it's not a drag to, to have to respond to customers and stuff. Um, so anyway, so the very first thing the very first step 
in what we are going to do is add more products. I'm going to dig into this and, and why this is important and why it's so much easier when we're adding products this way versus us sourcing a product from China, getting a thousand units ordered, waiting for them to come in, waiting for them to get sent in, all of that stuff. We can, my, my wife just did it yesterday. She created three new products and had them listed by the end of the day. Okay. And the crazy thing is sold two of them before the nighttime, right? Like, so listed them at like four o'clock and had, and had a sale, two sales at like eight 30. It's crazy. Um, and so that's how fast you can make this happen. Now, I'm not saying it's overnight thing, right? We've also learned a little bit. And like I was telling her the other day, it's like keyword research still got to do a little bit, right? We got to do a little bit of that, that research and see what is trending, what is selling right now. And the cool thing is, is we get to pick from a catalog of products inside of, uh, we, we use the company called Printify and they have a whole bunch of stuff right? So they, yes, they have your t-shirts and they have your sweatshirts, but we go way beyond that. Like that, I think everyone's doing, we have them just to fill our store a little bit, but that's not what we're, that's not our main stuff. Right. Um, and so we're looking at like blankets, right? Like, so blankets, but you get to put your design on there. Right. And so the blankets they get a, and I don't mean like a, uh, just a throw blanket. It's kind of a throw blanket, but it's a nice heavy blanket. Um, and we actually have them on our couches and stuff, but, um, you get to print on those, right? So that's just one type of product that I'm talking about. So it's not just a t-shirt and they sell for 60 bucks and our margins on that are like 35. So it's like years ago, I was talking about the 10 by 10 by one, right? Which was basically, you know, 10 product sales a day, $10 profit for one, one product. We're talking 20 to $30 profit per product right? And we don't have to have the inventory. So launching more products is really more about what designs can I create? What type of things can I create that could go on these products to serve a niche? Okay. Um, and so that's really where my wife spends most of her time is the design side of it. Now that doesn't mean you have to be like an expert designer, although it helps. Um, you can basically hire that stuff out if you don't want to do it. Um, so anyway, add more products. When we add more products, what happens is a lot of different things happen. But one thing that really happens that Etsy does is they give it a little bit of that. Like, like we used to talk about on Amazon, it gives it like a little bit of a, a little bit of a honeymoon phase. It gives it a little bit of extra love to kind of test it. It puts it out there. It gets it indexed fast and it goes ahead and starts pushing it in front of people that it might interest. And then it, and it kind of sees like, how, how does it do? Right. And so we get a little bit of that lift. So when we get that lift, guess what else happens? Someone starts to buy it, or even if they don't buy it, they click in, they come to our store. So now they get into the store and now they have the ability to buy things. Right. And so adding more products is a strategy for number one, increasing what people can buy in your store, right? Creating a, a bigger footprint for your store, for you have a whole bunch of different products that you can bring people in, right? And then the other thing is, is you get some instant uh, exposure because you're going to, uh, or uh, Etsy is going to give you that extra exposure because it wants to show it to see how it does, right? So our strategy is to really create more products. So like my wife, that, that's like her deal. Like you're just creating products. 
I'll give you like, okay, right now, uh, maybe there's a gift idea that's happening right now because we're heading into the holidays. All right, start creating some stuff with some Christmas stuff, right? Like, let's go down that road. All right, go in and start creating things that are that are uh, being searched for um, for that for that niche. All right, so adding products is a big one. Okay, and that's like one of the things that we are doing. All right, so that's number one. Now. The second thing, well, let, let me back up. The other thing I want to just mention here is when people are probably wondering, okay, so what's it cost to launch or to set up a product? It literally costs 20 cents for three months. So to create that listing, it costs you 20 cents to put it up there. You don't pay for it unless you make a sale. If you make a sale, I believe it's 12%. Um, so just to give you an example, I looked at it the other day. You sell something for 30 bucks, they're going to take like a buck 65. That's kind of what it works out to right? They pay for shipping or you got to take your shipping and put into it, but pretty much a couple of bucks on 30 bucks is about what they're going to take. All right. So just to kind of keep that like out there so you can see it doesn't take a large investment to put up a new product and see how it does. Okay. 20 cents for a three month. Um, now what we're going to do is we're going to put the products up there. We're going to evaluate after three months and go, huh, I guess I put up like those five products and we didn't get any sales on those. So guess what we do? We just archive them. That's it. It's archive them. Get them out of there. We don't pay the 20 cents again. So three months, you get to test those. Step two. All right. This is the second step that we're going to be doing. We're going to be using the Etsy pay per click. Now, this is one thing that I see a lot of these Etsy sellers. Now, I've joined a couple of these groups. I kind of want to see what the conversations are happening, right? Etsy sellers, especially the new ones, they don't want to spend money on getting traffic. They just want to put products up and go, bring me sales, Etsy. We know that it doesn't work that way, right? And so what I'm okay with doing is using the Etsy pay-per-click. Now, the funny thing is, is your Etsy pay-per-click, it is so simple. You, you have really not many options. You have how much do you want to spend? <laughs> how much do you want to spend per day? Uh, I want to spend 10 bucks. Okay. Uh, what listings do you want to show? I want to show these 10. Okay. That's it. That's your choices. You don't have like, oh, I want to go in there and put in keywords when people are searching for this. We don't, we don't do that, right? Your keywords are in your title. They're in your tags, things like that. That's it. You can't change out your image. So it's a special one for an ad. None of that stuff. So it's really, really simple. And you only pay if someone clicks on it, all right? And they actually show you inside of the metrics. They'll, they'll show you like this ad or this listing was advertised. It got clicked, but this is what they bought. So it'll show you someone came in from this, but they actually bought this. Or maybe they did buy that. So you can start to look and see maybe that was just a good lead gen to bring someone in, right? Um, so Etsy pay-per-click. We are going to use that right now. We're, we're using it. We're spending between 10 and $20 per day. And Etsy just had a thing, Chris, I don't know if you saw this, but they had a thing where in, I think it was the last two weeks in September, they had a thing that whatever you spend, they will give you a 40% back credit in October. So I was like, I was spending 10 bucks a day. I go, uh, let's spend 20. They're going to basically give me 40% back. So why wouldn't I? Right. And I did that. And, um, and you can see, they'll show you, you spent uh, $20 and it brought in $80 in sales. So it'll literally show you that you don't have to go digging through a whole bunch of like, uh, you know, metrics and, 
and filters or any of that stuff. It's right there, plain as day. So it's pretty simple. There's not a lot to do with it. It's either working or it's not, right? And so that's what we want to do is we want to be able to, to use that because what it'll also do is it'll get exposure really, really quickly. So if you are like, well, I want to show up on page one for a certain search and you're not, just run a pay-per-click uh, ad through Etsy and it'll be there. It'll show up for you and then you can test it immediately, right? The other thing that this will do is once you start getting some sales on that, it's also going to do the same thing that Amazon does is once you start getting sales and it starts proving to the platform that it's being sold, it's going to help you in your organic search. So now if we feed Etsy what it wants, sales, just like Amazon, just like eBay, then it's going to then help us and improve our search. So that'll also in turn bring more traffic, bring more sales, right? So that's why we're going to use Etsy pay-per-click. We're not going to go crazy. Like I said, 10, 20, 30 bucks a day, maybe we'll see, right? And it's always like, is it, is it making us money? Is it not? Okay. Then we'll turn it on, turn it off. Doesn't really matter, but we're going to be using that 100%, especially on new products because we want to get those in there as soon as possible. All right. Now moving on. The last thing is step three, and that is using email marketing to drive sales. Guys, duh, right? I mean, Chris and I pretty much doing that all the time. We're telling people to do that all the time. We're a huge fan of that. Why wouldn't we be doing this? Well, we are, and we've started doing this, but we originally built a list for this niche for the blog that we were building. We didn't build it for selling products necessarily, right? We've switched that. In the last month, I went ahead and deliberately put a pop-up on our website that is just for people that want to get a discount on certain products, right, in this niche. And we're getting between five and 10 uh, opt-ins a day, okay? Now, we're lucky we have that blog platform. But if we didn't, we could still do what we're doing anyways, and then we're doing a giveaway, right? So right now, we are in the middle of running our second giveaway for this niche. We actually did a weekend uh, list-building workshop showing what we did. And uh, we, uh, right now, I don't know, Chris, I haven't looked at the numbers, but we're over 300 emails um, from that. Uh, The last one we did was just over 500. And so now what we do is we create a giveaway with our products, and then we put it out there on a Facebook ad, spending five, 10, 20 bucks a day. We'll scale that up. And we're only targeting people in our market that might be interested in what our products are and who they serve. And then for them to raise their hand, they put their, their name and email address in. And then we know that they would love to have these products. Well, what does that also do? It tells us that they would want to buy those products maybe. So now what we're doing is once we do these giveaways, we are then emailing, following up with our people. And we're saying like, hey, uh, while you're waiting to see who wins, we're, we're doing a 20% off discount on this. Or, hey, we just released this new product. So every time we do a new product release, we can send an email and then guess what? We get a handful of sales. What does that do? It spikes the algorithm in Etsy, moves us up in the search. It's the same thing that we were doing years ago in Amazon. Same thing, right? Build the email list of people that are interested in our products and then follow up with those people, deliver value and promote your products, make sales, spike the algorithm, make more sales. Like it, it's just, it works. Um, and if you guys have been following along for any period of time in the last five years, I would say when you heard about when we launched our first 
well, not wasn't our first, but it was one that we did with our partner and we launched a, our physical product brand there uh, that we recently sold. We built our email list before we had a blog, before we had even the products, we built a list so we could launch products to it. And that allowed us to launch multiple products, uh, five products within like five weeks, we pushed uh, over a hundred units on each one, pushed them up in the rankings to get more sales, to get reviews, all of that stuff. And that brand went on um, to sell uh, through doing, you know, kind of using the same type of process. So we know it works. We're just now using it for another platform. And, uh, and also we'll be building out our own Shopify store that we're going to connect to our, our uh, content site. We'll have our email list and we'll have our products inside of Etsy. So uh, that's what we're going to do. Like that's the plan. So just a little recap here. We're going to add more products to Etsy. We're going to use Etsy's pay-per-click. Why not? And three, we're going to build our email list and do more email marketing to drive sales. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to repeat that. Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat for the next 12 months. And uh, we will build that channel, that Etsy channel alone to six figures. And that's, again, that's the challenge that I'm giving myself and, uh, and, and we're giving Chris and we're going to, we're going to go ahead and execute it. So any questions on that guys, while we're here. And, uh, if you guys are listening in on the podcast and, uh, you can't ask any questions, that's why you should probably come on over and hang out with us over in the group, over in the rock your brand group, head on over to brandcreatorscom forward slash group and join us. You can ask some questions like these guys are probably doing right now in the comments that we're going to answer. So Chris, how are we doing over there? You got Money is all around us, and we think about it more than almost every other aspect of our lives. But how can we make more of it, and what's our drive for building wealth beyond just the numbers in our bank account? Join us on the Make More podcast as our host, Matt Heslin, brings to you a dynamic lineup of experts in the world of investing, business, health, and beyond. Together, they unpack the secrets to not just surviving, but thriving in today's economy. It's about more than just wealth. It's about crafting life experiences, seizing opportunities, and building a legacy. Subscribe now to the Make More with Matt Heslin podcast and join us every week for new expert insights and inspiration. We got a bunch of stuff coming in. A lot of people were asking about fees because we mentioned fees at the beginning. You said it's like kind of like 12%. The, the way that this breaks down is a couple different things. Uh, the, the listing fee itself is 20 cents, right? So mm -hmm. that's not really a, a hurdle for anybody. Mm -hmm. There's then a six and a half percent order fee on standard orders plus the, uh, the processing fee, which is the, the credit card fee, mm -hmm. right? So Amazon kind of buries that that's in, that's included in the Amazon fees. Etsy separates those out. So you see the, the commission that Etsy takes, and then mm -hmm. you also see the transaction fee. So you're really talking, you know, it's like 2.9 plus 30 cents. I think they just rounded that up to 3% plus 30 cents. Mm -hmm. um, so you're talking around 10% if you sell just with Etsy. Now, uh, something that Etsy does that personally I think is backwards, uh, but I guess it kind of makes sense because they're the ones running the ads, is if you turn on the off-site ads, mm -hmm. meaning they're running retargeting ads for you on Facebook, things like that, they take 15%, right? So between those two, for us, it's worked out to around 12%, which is where mm -hmm. that, that number came from, right? But depending on where the sale comes from, that will break down a little bit. Uh, 
Alejandro said, you know, you, you guys were talking and a couple of different people said, you guys were talking about potentially selling this down the road. I thought you couldn't sell an Etsy store. You can't. Nope. And that's why we are building out the other side of this because mm -hmm. we can use Etsy to bring us customers. And then we can find people who look like those customers. We can figure out which products will work in the market by paying 20 cents to do it rather than putting the product up on our website, burning goodwill with our email list to see if they're interested in it, running a bunch of ads to it. We can throw it up on Etsy and go, Ooh, that one worked. And then we put it on the website and then we can run ads to it. Then we can send a ton of, of emails to it uh, and all of those kinds of things. And that's the portion of the business that we can transfer. Yep. Right now, while you can't trans transfer an Etsy store, you can transfer Etsy listings, right? Yep. So we take the, the listings that have sold when we go to sell the business, if we choose to do that, right? This is passive enough that we may never do it, but if somebody offers us a nice chunk of change, who are we to say no? Um, <laughs> but you can take those listings, the exact title, exact description, whatever, we stop selling them. We help them set up the new store. They start selling. It doesn't transfer the reviews or anything like right. that. Right. But if we were ranking number one with our title, our description, all of those kinds of things, it may take them a month or two to start seeing those sales, but that channel will come back for them. And yeah. if we ever go to sell this business, we will transfer them that entire marketing plan, which is, hey, all right, this is the top selling product. Instead of sending the email to the site this month, let's send it to Etsy to kick that kick that snowball down the hill so that you don't have to wait three months for those sales to come on your side. So I hope and that, that and I think that's a great point because uh, you can't sell, which is really crazy. Maybe they'll change that. I actually asked Joe Valley about this, who who's like the owner of one of the owners of uh, quiet light brokerage. And he's like, yeah, man, you, you can't, you can't sell an Etsy Etsy shop. They do not allow it. It's very, very clear that they do not allow that. Now, some people have done it where they don't sell it, but they do. And then they just change the banking information on the back end and they leave it in that person's name. Um, so maybe you're that still seems a like a tax, That seems like a massive tax headache if either of them yeah. ever get audited, right? Because it's still in your name. But you can set up an Etsy shop to begin with via an LLC. So, I mean, technically you could get away with that, but you don't have to. You can just transfer the right. the intellectual property, right? The listings yep. and the photos and all yep. of those kinds of things. Yeah, well, and that's kind of what I was saying. Like, okay, so let's say that, you know, we were going to sell and there's a thousand products that we have created. All those products would be handed over to a new owner. You can basically have them now, right? So you don't have to create all them. They're already been proven, like all of that stuff. Um, you We own the rights to them, like all of that stuff. Um, that's worth something. So no, you can't technically sell an Etsy shop, although you can sell all of the Etsy products that you have created because they're not Etsy listings necessarily. They're your designs, your creations, your products. Um, and then everything that you've set up, you know, like through Printify and through all of the different channels that you've created, that's all done. And the other thing is, that's really cool about this is like, if you find something that's selling well on Etsy and then you want to put it up on your own store, the cool thing is, is you can still use the Printify, you know, model because you just connect that into your website and they're just going to fulfill your orders. Um, so it's, it, that, that's pretty cool. So yes, we are not advocating that you build your business on a single platform at all. But is this a platform worth experimenting with? Maybe for your market. I don't know. Depends on your market. Depends on if, you know, your market 
is buying things, you know, on Etsy or would buy things on Etsy. Um, but for us, it does work and, uh, we're going to give it a shot and, uh, and see what happens. Obviously, regardless of what I do, my wife's going to keep doing it because she's enjoying it and she's making a, a few bucks and, uh, you know, why not? But after I was sitting there thinking about, it, I'm like, you know, I, I think I should come out of retirement on this. I think, I think I really should. Cause a lot of the things that I'm, that I'm teaching and that I'm doing, uh, could help this. Um, so let's, let's do this. Um, so all yeah. right, Tom Brady, uh, no. <laughs> you, you left a little bit more time between your retirement and your return yeah, uh, right. than, than he did. Right. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so here's the deal, Scott, you just, you just mentioned something. You said maybe your market doesn't buy on Etsy, but your market probably does buy on Amazon and you could use this same strategy to start selling Amazon merch. Right. Like it's essentially the same thing. Um, The thing that was funny is you mentioned at the beginning, like Etsy customers are generally nicer. Um, Somebody somebody said uh, Amazon equals Walmart and Etsy equals Target. Right. Which is essentially kind of the same way that I feel about it, because people on Etsy, Etsy's entire thing is that this is like a handmade thing or it's like a small batch, small producers. Right. Right. So people kind of have the expectation that it's like a mom and pop shop. They know that they're buying from individuals, which is something I think that Etsy has done really well that Amazon either intentionally hid or is just, and I I think it's more on that side, right? Amazon Mm -hmm. doesn't want anybody to know that they're not buying from Amazon. So the reason you get really, for lack of a better term, pissy emails from people on (laughs) Amazon is because they assume that you're a billion dollar company. They don't know that you're a dude in your basement or a, a lady in your basement right? They, they just assume that you are Amazon. So they click the, I'm going to complain button. And then they go, I can't believe Jeff Bezos has billions of dollars and you can't send me my product on time. And you're like, dude, right. I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> like, right. This is Scott yeah. from the Carolinas. <laughs> I don't have billions of dollars. Um, you know, and hey. so Etsy has done a really good job of that. Whereas Amazon doesn't, I think that's where the difference is. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Alapandro had a good, uh, question here. Uh, is a community, a vital component that comes later? Uh, example would be Facebook group or will an email list serve as a community? Yeah. An email list can serve as a community, but if you can bolt on a Facebook group, if, if your niche serves, uh, is served by a group like that, like that where, where you can have a community come together, then yes, we are building a group. Uh, I think right now we've uh, got like 415 people in that group right now. Um, and, and some of them came over from the giveaway that we do, because when we do the giveaway on the second page, on the thank you page, we give them the option to get more entries. And one of those entries is go join our group. And so in that group, we can also, you know, show them different offers that we have and things like that. Um, so yes, uh, you could do either one or one or the other, or you could do both. Um, like we are, we are going to do both. Um, so anytime that we can get in front of our, our buyers on a regular basis, that's what we want to do. Um, but we don't want a lot to maintain. Like, I feel like social media, there's a lot to kind of keep feeding the hopper. Um, but if you're writing an email and all you got to do is basically take that same email and kind of like summarize it and put it up on Facebook, uh, inside of a group of people that want to communicate with each other, um, then do it. Like, why not? Um, before we keep going here though, uh, and I know we've got some more questions. Uh, I'm curious right now, was this, was this useful to you guys? Would you want us to give you more play by play as we build this out? Um, just let, let us know in the comments, say yes, or I, or, um, heck yes, or whatever, like put something in the comments so we can see if this is something you want us to continue to, 
to uh, discuss and share. Uh, we're, you know, we're, uh, we want to. Uh, and to be honest with you, I told Chris that this morning. Uh, it's weird. I almost feel like back in the day when I was just starting to get uh, going here on, on Amazon and, uh, and I was kind of excited about it because I really, really enjoy teaching, but I also enjoy learning new things. And so learning Etsy is kind of new for me. Uh, now, yes, I might be a little bit more advanced than just a straight up newbie because I've been on other platforms, but I'm still kind of learning the ins and outs. I'm also learning that I don't really like their, you know, their dashboard and, you know, certain things in there. I'm like, why don't they give me this option? Right. But you know, I'm still learning it, but yeah, if you guys they're doing, they're doing a much better job of that than Amazon did back in the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Including, and Scott, I don't know if you've played with this feature yet. Uh, the search report that, that is in beta with Etsy. Yeah, I love that. It's, they actually tell you how people are getting to your store. It's a yeah. mind boggling experience. Yeah. 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 No, I mean that that's very helpful. And so what Chris is, uh, was what is what he's talking about is like they have a beta thing right now. It's been in beta for like six months though, but it's basically it, it's, it shows you all of the keyword searches that led to your store and it shows you where you're ranking. So I was like, that's, that is very, very helpful. Cause then you're like, Oh, I didn't think about putting that in there. Right. And so then you could add that to your description, things like that. Um, someone wanted to know a tool that we're using to see, uh, the top sellers. So I'm glad that you asked that. Uh, there's actually a guy that I've been talking to, um, Cody from Everbee. Okay. He created a tool called Everbee and it's basically it's jungle scout for Etsy. Uh, and, uh, it's a great little tool. Uh, it's evolved so much since I even was introduced to it, but I didn't really have a lot of use for it when him and I talked about six months ago, although my wife was selling, but I was like, yeah, you know, it's cool. You know, I looked at it, but now I am using it more because what I'm doing is I'm able to literally pull up, uh, someone in my niche that's selling and I can look and see what is their best selling products. Now I'm not going to go and deliberately and like blatantly rip them off. That is not what I'm doing. And that's not what my wife's doing. Now we might see a saying that's doing really well. And that might be something we can put on one of our other products. Cause we're not selling t-shirts, right? Like something like that. Or maybe it's just inspiration. Maybe you're like, wow, that one there is doing really good. I wonder why. Oh, look at the images. They're really nice images. Oh, you know, um, look how many, uh, other things that they're selling. Oh, Wow. You know, the gives us ideas for other products in the future. So that's a really cool way to be able to look and see what is selling or what has sold well in the past. And that is a big mistake. I still see people making in the Etsy, uh, in the Etsy world It happens in the Amazon world too, where people are like, yeah, I launched a product, but it's not doing well. I haven't gotten any sales and you go and look at the product and then you look and there's like the history on it's terrible. It hasn't ever sold. Right. So no, no one, no one wants it. No one cares. So I've always been a big fan of like, if you're going to do something, if you're going to sell something, uh, and I don't care if it's, you're going to go in and get an Airbnb, which we, we did, you're going to do the research in that, in that market, in that niche and see if people are actually renting out the Airbnb in that location. It's the same difference here. I'm going to go to Etsy and go, Hey, is anybody really buying this stuff? Or am I just going to go, this is kind of cool. I think I'll throw that up there. No. We want to know that people are, are searching and buying something. 
Uh, so anyway, yeah, that, that's the tool. It's called Everbe. Um, I'm not an affiliate yet for it. Uh, Cody already said, he's like, dude, man, let me know when you're ready. And I'm like, oh, I'm kind of ready, but I just haven't went through the, the process, but go check it out. Um, he's a great guy. Uh, and it's a great company. I think it's going to be huge. Um, he's got a lot of users right now. Um, and it's, it's only been about out about a year and a half. Um, so you might want to check that out if you're interested. Um, so let's see. So I yeah. think that's it, Chris, anything else before we wrap up here? This was a good attendance, by the way, I'm kind of curious what, what, I guess what brought you here today? Cause uh, we have a higher than usual show up rate. I'm just curious. Uh, what brought you here today? Was it the email? Was it a post inside of the group? Did someone tell you about it? Like, I'm just curious. How did you show up? What was it a text? Did, did we send out a text today, Chris? Yes, we did. Was it a text? At least according, at, at least according to uh, our text messaging software. I have my phones over there. Uh, no, it is not everbe.com, y'all. It's everbe.io. E-V-E-R-B-E-E dot I-O, I believe, is the, the domain. A bunch of people were asking us for uh, for links and stuff. Somebody actually said, Scott, that they, they came via a Facebook notification. It's our buddy wow. Angie, uh, who said, you know... She personally, uh, with her advertising fees, is the reason that Jeff Bezos was able to uh, make his little flight to to space, which does nice. not surprise me uh, at all. Uh, Karen said, you told me to come. Robert said, email and text. And somebody said, because you tagged me, which is great. Reba, who's been great in the chat today, I wanted to give her a quick shout out, said email. Uh, and I, I, think, I think, Scott, the answer is a little bit of everything there. Yeah. Um, I wanted to see really fast there were any other questions but i think that pretty much wrapped it up um people oh the, the other thing said uh the other question that i saw once or twice was basically you know if you're doing print on demand doesn't that take too long like don't people get grumpy about how long it takes to yeah. fill and the answer is really no uh and part of that is because etsy customers are a little bit nicer but they also get shipment notifications like all of that stuff is tied in and if they have a question, they can reach directly out to you and they know that they're dealing with a small business, not with Amazon. So people are a lot more forgiving on shipping times than they are on the Amazon side of the world because they know they're buying from a small store, right? The reason people go to Etsy, if they're an Etsy, an existing Etsy customer and they don't just stumble upon it because they Googled something, right? Uh, if they're an existing Etsy customer, they probably have a pretty good idea of the fact that they're dealing directly with a small business. And that, that was one of the things that really stood out. Uh, I did a mastermind this year at Seller Summit and there was uh, one of the, the people in that group was doing several hundred thousand dollars a year on Etsy. And one of the things that came up was like customer service. And he was like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> right? like, and everybody else was Amazon or Shopify or whatever, right? And if, if you're on uh, any of those other platforms, a lot of times people just lose that like face-to-face -face connection that they have that they get on Etsy. So anything that's a problem other places in terms of customer service is, is usually okay on Etsy because they know and they have the expectation that they're dealing with a small business and or a handmade product, which is how Etsy got started, right? So people that have been in the Etsy platform for a while, and, and you said at the beginning, Scott, you weren't quite sure what the numbers were. Last year, it was 81.5 million individual customers uh, for 2021, I think was the number that I had I had seen recently, right? So it's not like it's this small backwoods thing this is not your local dollar store type of a place. This right. is, you know, this is a fairly substantial marketplace at this point and it's only getting better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to just bring up before we do wrap here is uh, 
because someone had said something about isn't the shipping doesn't it take a while it can when you get into fourth quarter that is always a concern but you have to then just be straight up and put on your listings you know please allow up to seven to ten days or 14 days doesn't matter you just let them know and then they're cool with it and they're they're not expecting two-day prime shipping or one day or same day they're not expecting that um so that's that's the cool thing but i will say this people need to realize that when you're using a print on demand like printify there's also printful i think the other one is those aren't the ones that are printing your stuff they're just a connector they're a hub that's basically finding other print on demands and then they're allowing them to go through their their portal if you will so you do have to also look at the company you're having do having to do your printing um, and that's something that, uh, my wife has done and really, really limited it down. I think we're only going through like two different companies. Um, but yeah, so you want to be, you want to be careful. Um, so Scott, to, to clarify for people, when you get an order on Etsy, mm-hmm. right. And you then either automate that or whatever, are you then able to choose the company that is actually doing that printing? So there's nine companies in Printful that make pillows. Yep. Right. Uh, you're then able to assign that to somebody. hundred percent. Yeah. So because if you have a problem with somebody who's constantly behind, you just don't give them the business anymore. hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. And, and you, you can see exactly where that is. And again, that's where you want to choose those companies wisely, because then when you go through Printify, you like, you'll communicate through Printify and then they'll help you deal with the, that, you know, that company. If that company doesn't live up to their expectation, they're going to get booted off Printify. Right. Because Printify is the it's, it's the hub. Um, that's kind of how it works, at least that I know. Um, so, yeah, you just you just want to know the companies that you're working with and um, and then just making sure that the quality is up to par and all of that stuff. Um, I mean, we have had some uh, printing issues and stuff that my wife had to go back and kind of, you know, talk to them. And they're all so far. Every company has been really, really good about like, hey, we'll just refund you. Make sure that your customer gets refunded and we'll ship them a brand new one or something like that. Right. So they're, they're really, really good. Most of them that we've dealt with. anyway. So anyway, that's that. So guys, uh, yeah, that's going to wrap up this. It looks like we will do some more on this, huh? Uh, and it looks like we had a great show up race. So I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us and showing up. Um, I did want to also remind you if you wanted to build an email list for whether you're selling on Etsy, whether you're selling on your own Shopify store, it doesn't really matter if you want to build your email list and you want help. I would definitely encourage you to pick up our list building playbook. All right. You can do that by going to email list playbook.com. And uh, for less than five bucks, you can get a hundred page guide that walks you through exactly how we set these up. So this way here, we can build a list and then start marketing to the list in a cool way, by the way, too. We're not doing it to spam the list at all. We're doing it so we can build a list of people that are interested in our market so we can send them emails and potentially turn them into a customer. Um, so if you're interested in that, head on over to emaillistplaybook.com. You can get a copy there immediately and uh, you can start building that list. All right. So guys, if you have any other questions, drop them in the comments. This is obviously inside of the group. If you're listening to this on the podcast, you're not able to hang out with us here live. That's cool. Uh, but head on over to brandcreators.com forward slash group and Hang out with us once. Come on over. Hang out. Wednesdays, 12 p.m. Eastern time. All right, guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, take care, take action, have an awesome, amazing day, and we'll see you right back here on the next episode. Get them.
Oh, and one last thing. If you can do me one small favor and leave me a review over on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast, and just let me know what is one thing that the podcast has helped you with since listening, whether you just started listening or if you're a longtime listener, like this one right here from Leanne. She says, content is invaluable, five stars. Host forever keeps my attention. The content is always extremely helpful. He's given me more of an education in the last year and a half that I've been listening than I would have gotten with a degree in entrepreneurship if that's even a thing. Tons of incredible, useful information, tips, and motivation. My favorite things are, one, he is not boring. He's engaging and motivating in a personal and professional way. Two, he doesn't dribble on about off topics. And three, the titles are on point. When I'm struggling with particular issues, I know that I can go to the podcast, search through the podcast, and find what I'm after. This is great because I certainly don't have time to go through a million episodes of different podcasts just hoping that I'll run across the topic I'm needing at that time. So I appreciate these so much. Your review will help inspire and motivate other people, and it will also allow us to reach more people inside of these platforms. So if you would do that, that would be amazing. And as always, remember, I'm rooting for you.